Thank you, Matt. It's uh, great to be here once again, although today, uh, unlike last week, it's snowing, as I'm sure you're all aware. Most of you are at home, of course. I'm looking forward to driving home in what was just reported to me as it's about an inch thick. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Last week, I carried on our series on prioritizing his presence, and I was preaching on, on silence and solitude. And I'm not going to follow that up very much uh, this morning, despite what Matt was just saying. Rosie, though, is going to carry on uh, next week and the week after because she's looking at the highly related subject or topic of prayer. So she'll be pushing forward that a bit further. What I wanted to do this morning really was to specifically follow up on our week of prayer. And the reason I wanted to do that is because as I've fasted for several days uh, or several occasions on different days over this, this last week, I really felt God speak to me and highlight different things, both to me and to, and to, to, to the rest of the, of the eldership team, just as we've been praying and found God's just been affirming things and speaking to us about things and reminding us about things as we've been through this week of prayer. And of course, we're coming to conclude it tonight. So I just wanted to take the opportunity really to, 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 to speak through and about those things. And I've got a number of different things, probably half a dozen or so. And, and I want to start with uh, the prophetic, a prophetic word. We felt before we came into this week of prayer that, that we were coming into a season of God preparing us and God uh, preparing us for something very different. And what we did was, uh, we, we, as we were praying that through, Matt had a prophetic word that he brought that we shared on Tuesday night, I think it was maybe Wednesday night. And I want to just play that now because I think it sets the tone for what uh, I want to say for the rest of the morning. So if we can, can we play that, that short clip, please? And what he spoke to me about was actually for things to change, you need two things to happen. You need to be unhappy and see the problems with the situation you're in to start with. And then you need to have a vision and a hope of something being better than it is before. I felt God say that actually in the West for a number of years, both within our churches and within society as a whole, actually there's not really been a reason for things to change because there's been no motivation for that. We've all been quite happy with our lives. We've been quite satisfied with what's going on both in society and within our churches. So we haven't really been that hungry for something new, for something different. But actually I felt God say that actually at this time and what's going on, what's going to continue to happen in the West is a shaking of society, a shaking of churches to make us long for something different, but not to long to what's been there before. Actually, I felt it was really important that we mustn't be constrained, as God was saying, by what we've had before. But actually, when we're thinking about what church is going to look like going forward, to actually be focusing on what the Bible says that church is about. You know, God always restores things bigger and better than what they were before. And actually, at the moment, God's calling us to make sure that actually, as we move forward, the church is all that it should be. But actually, it's the hope of the whole world. There's a city on the hill. There's the bride of Christ. And actually, it really transforms society. So actually, when we're thinking and praying about what's next, actually, it's really important that we're not constrained by where we've been before, but we're focused on going forward and seeing what God has for us based on what the Bible says. Just like actually people fleeing a persecution take risks for that. Actually, when we know what we're called for, we will take risks for it as well. Actually, we should be excited because the church is about bringing hope to the hopeless and transforming our society. 
as other hopes are falling away at the moment, both in the world and within church, actually God's calling us as a church to be all that he wants, all that he has for us, to be that hope to the world. So let's press into God for that. us and using this season as a time to prepare us we need to be serious about that one of the issues we need to to realize in our own minds is that he's going to be preparing us for something that's different to what it was before you don't need to be prepared to go back to to what it was like you need to be prepared because things are going to be different and I've got a number of different things that I think God has been speaking about how he's preparing us and they're not in any particular order but the first one is what we did on Friday night really we were looking at the city and we were realizing that the city was changing and if you remember James reminded us that, that, that the city centres used to be places where the church the pubs and the markets formed the community the heart of the community and then over the last uh, probably since the war but certainly over the last 30 40 years that had changed somewhat so that most city centers were now made up of chain stores and pubs and they would still be places where people would gather to relax and to enjoy and to have their their needs met i guess for food drink entertainment but now suddenly they were becoming very corporate and very large and almost very identical and now we're finding that it's all going, it's all changing because of the way that the internet's working, these big department stores that apparently no longer needed. And we're seeing this huge change in the way that the city centres are, 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 are working their way through. And yet they're the hearts of our communities often. And we've seen through Jubilee Church over the past few years that, that through events like Motorfest and, and driving carols, that we can actually demonstrate the church as an agent to bring a community focus back in, as the agent to help change things back to uh, again, a sense of a community focus, but a real community focus, not just in the city centre, but also in other centres of our communities, that people wouldn't be isolated, there would still be places to gather, but that may well swing back where the church once again is at the centre of some of those things. And uh, then secondly, in terms of Jubilee Church, years ago really as we were formed I was reminded that God spoke to us about being a large church that we should plant other churches in communities and other communities around us we'd plant other church, church communities that in that sense we should reach the nations and I was reminded very strongly this week that, that our prayer life involves not giving up on these things just because it was some time ago that God spoke and I felt that sense of we need to be like Abraham who who was given the promises and yet he didn't see them fulfilled for many 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 years and I felt God speak very strongly say don't give up on what God called you to be when you planted the church when you started Jubilee Church don't give up on what I've spoken to you but rather be like Elijah and press in praying for it again and again and again until you see as it were the rain coming until you see the cloud coming until you see God start to change and the heart of that really is to do with the lost see we're here to make disciples and disciples are ultimately mature followers of Jesus uh, you hear a lot 
spoken in, in different terminology nowadays about being on a journey and, and we're journeying as though it was sort of an individual's journey. And I'm not against that per se, but we're not called to join with each other on a journey. We're called to make disciples. And what a disciple does is follow Jesus. Now, follows Jesus wherever he goes. Therefore, it's a journey. I get that. But I think it's really important that we get our mindset around this idea that we are disciples of Jesus and we are called to make disciples of Jesus. We need, therefore, to walk into maturity of being more and more like Jesus. And we need to be, therefore, like Jesus in telling others about Jesus, in telling others about who he is. We be, need to become disciples who are very, very capable of bringing other new disciples into this life of following Jesus, of drawing and moving towards maturity in in Christ. Paul says in the Bible somewhere, he says, says, I make it my ambition to present everyone mature in Christ. That's what he's called us to do, to, to become solid disciples of Jesus, including those that don't yet know him, bringing others to uh, the kingdom. We'll talk about that in just a little bit more. And just a little, little, little while. I want to just, first of all, though, bring in an aspect of that that is so absolutely important and fundamental to who we are. Because it's not about just living a disciplined life. And, well, if we make people do stuff, they'll, they'll do things. And they'll follow Jesus. It's actually about the living work of the Holy Spirit. And we must keep pressing in to the power and the presence of God. This series, prioritizing his presence, is about what we feel totally called to. We must be about the presence of God. We must be in a place where we can feel uh, God's presence amongst us. We don't want to just move to some kind of world of super cool presentations that invite other Christians to come and join our, our super cool show. No, rather, we want to be those who say, no, come and meet with God. Every meeting we have, every opportunity we have should be a, a, a time of having met with God and a sense of I've met with God. I've met with God. We shouldn't be just kind of feeling, I want to wander in halfway through. I enjoyed the songs today. I quite like the way they sing that one. I'm not sure about this one. There should be a sense in that our overriding feeling when we come away from being together is, I've met with God. The Holy Spirit's power was amongst us this morning. The power of God was filling our very presence. Our hearts, therefore, should be expectant to to meet with him prepared and willing and excited lord what are you going to do amongst us this morning what are you going to say amongst us this morning i'm so uh, anxious to see those times again where we get a sense of god is moving god is moving and i can't wait to be there with him so we're going to be desperate again for for prioritizing the holy spirit's presence amongst us in our meetings and then uh, I felt God just reminding us again that, that the plans that he's given us and the things that he's asked us to do haven't yet gone away. He hasn't changed those. We, before this lockdown, we had a sense of God saying to us, I want you to reach the city with more sights. I can't imagine coming back together 
uh, after this period and say, well, let's go back to having two services at Henry Fry and a, a kind of chaotic middle where we all come and have coffee and it all gets noisy. I can't imagine getting back into that place. That doesn't seem to be where the Lord is taking us in quite the same way. But we've learned to become one community, even though we're meeting in different homes at the moment or in our own home. And I feel that the Lord is just saying that I want you to continue to learn how to be one community, meeting in different places on a Sunday morning and yet able to come together with a sense of God is with us and God is moving amongst us as my, uh, my brothers and sisters together as family. So we talked about planting Stoke, we talked about planting other sites, maybe out in Tile Hill, maybe in other areas of the city. Phil, we need to accelerate that thinking. We need to accelerate our preparation. If this is a time for preparing, then we need to accelerate our preparation. If you're someone in Stoke thinking we were going to plant the Stoke site, where are we? Where is it? I would say, no, prepare. Get your preparation, get your heart right, spend time praying together, praying for the Lord to bring breakthrough, praying for the Lord to, to open up contacts and different contacts within the community, praying for the Lord to give a sense of faith for what's going on, preparing ourselves. Lord, we want to see you move in this community. If you're in other areas, out in Tile Hill, other, other places, say, Lord, why don't you do something here? Well, pray for those things. Start to pray that God will prepare your heart, pouring his Holy Spirit upon you that we might start these communities we're going to need leaders in those communities we're going to need men and women of God who are saying I'm totally sold out to see the kingdom built in this place I'm totally sold out to see the word of God proclaimed here in such a way that we make disciples and we see disciples come so I just feel this whole sense of this week has been a week about asking Lord that's uh, right about the Lord reminding us I'm preparing you for something Therefore, we need to prepare ourselves. We need to be prepared. We need to focus on him and on his presence. We need to look at our lives and say, am I genuinely becoming mature in Christ? Am I, am I walking towards maturity? Am I genuinely following him in everything he calls me to do? And I being ruthless with sin in my life and with the distractions that we've been speaking of as we're working through this series on prioritizing his presence. We need to be saying, Lord, would you fill me with faith to speak to my friends to pray for my neighbors to pray with my family and my community we need to be serious about being an active part of the communities that we are in that we can extend and see the extension of the kingdom of God with words and with demonstrations of the spirit's power so this is what i feel god's been speaking to us about as we meet tonight we'll pray a little bit more into some of those things but i just thought lord we want to see you move so the question i think for each of us today is this will we allow him to shake us will we allow him to equip us for change Will we allow him to have our, uh, make our minds think bigger and differently to the way we've thought before? Because we're so sold out to seeking after him, to following after him. Thank you so much for being with us during this week as we've been praying together. I pray uh, and encourage you, continue with us. Continue with us as we seek to do all that the Lord has called us to do. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. I'm going to hand back to Matt.